0: Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98, one FM and 8.50 AM WRUF.
1: Welcome into a Wednesday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Sam's producing. He's teaching Jamie the ropes, and we hope you will participate and talk sports with us for the next couple of hours. Uh, Today, you'll hear from the play-by-play voice of South Florida, Jim Lauck, and a couple of high school football coaches in the area, Cornelius Ingram from Hawthorne High School, and Coach Langham, the new coach over at St. Francis High School. Tomorrow, the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, is here, uh, and we'll have some other guests as well. Friday, prognostication Friday, Uh, And we'll give you the updated weather for the game Saturday night at 730 as well. Uh, We will take your phone calls, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Wide variety of things to talk about. I'm going to flash you back to a year ago. Florida played USF a year ago. Florida won that game. 42 to 20 yeah let's get uh, steve he'll lead us off today steve hi hey steve how are you good
2: good steve you've got a big network and you've got students that have gone all over i wonder if you've heard anything about nebraska you know they used to be a powerhouse football team and here they are in their third or fourth coach in a row that that they have been unproductive with and What's the deal out in Nebraska? And how come Scott Frost didn't work out? I mean, he seemed like the perfect hire.
1: Yeah, that just goes to show you, though, Steve, sometimes the perfect hire isn't the perfect hire. Yeah. Uh, His downfall was he could not win close games. Nebraska was in, you know, was competitive, and the vast majority of games that they played just couldn't win them. And it just didn't work out there for – You know, whatever the reason. And look, Nebraska is just like Miami, is just like Texas to a degree, USC to a degree. You know, once powerful programs that just fell by the wayside nationally. I mean, USC now I think is getting better because they're ranked. You know, Miami's now ranked. We'll see for how long. But they got to get the next coach right. And you you would think Frost would have been the right guy. Knows the place, played there, all of that. If I had to guess, and that's all I'm doing, I don't think they're going to – I mean, they may go shoot for the moon here, but they're not going to get – Nebraska's not the place it was 20 years ago, 25 years ago. But you get a guy who comes – let's say like a Matt Campbell, okay, who's at Iowa State. Is Nebraska a better job – than Iowa State, you you would think so. And he's a good coach. So that's somebody that I'd make a phone call to if it were me.
2: Has Nebraska's facilities not kept up with the rest of them? I mean, is there a reason why their once powerful program is just, like you said, falling by the wayside?
1: Yeah, I don't know enough about Nebraska to tell you that. Um, but, look, sometimes you can have every facility in the world and lose. So, yep. you know, it, again, my thing is, look at his record. They didn't win close games. And to right. be successful, you have to win your share of those. And he didn't. All
2: right, Steve, I just wondered if you had any inside information
1: that I... Yeah, no, I nothing had. inside from Lincoln, I can tell you that.
2: Okay, thanks.
1: All right, thank you, Steve. Three nine two eight two five five. you can email russell at wruf.com. Uh, there's an old song called What a Difference a Day Makes. Well, what a difference a year makes. Last year, Florida plays South Florida, wins 42-20, to and really the game was over by halftime. Florida was ahead 35-3 to at the half in that game. Uh, and you looked at the game, Florida had 363 yards running the football. 363 yards. Yeah. So that's pretty good. And you look at what they did throwing the football. Yeah, okay. But Florida rang up 666 yards of total offense. I would bet you the Gators don't do that this time around. And that's not to knock this group. I think the offense is different. Just think the offense is different. I, I, I don't know that matter of fact they ran more plays than Florida did last year. They ran seventy one plays, Florida won sixty nine or sixty eight, whatever it was. Um but what's what's been missing, I think, so far in the Gator offense has been sort of the big play, right? What's the that that to me, the big strike hopefully will get better. Let me also ask you this today, as you call it. By the way, congratulations to Gator Volleyball. Sweeping Florida State. That's always good. Right now, after the first week of the season, and there's no such thing as a lock because it's, what, week three? How concerned would you be if you were an Alabama fan today? I'd be concerned. And look, if anybody's going to fix it, it's Nick Saban. But, and, and again, they faced an opponent that Sarkeesian knew well and schemed up and coached against well. But their offensive line isn't good. Their wide receivers could not get open. So, now what? We will see. Steven. Steven. Do you think there's a realistic chance the Jets could match their 1-15 in record? No. They'll do better than that. Other than the Jags and Lions, they have a pretty daunting schedule. Yeah, they'll do better than that. I don't know how much better than that, um, but they'll do better than that. And if they don't, Stephen, and I'm talking as a Jets fan here, okay, next year will be a huge year for the coach, and for the coaching staff, how it is. Daryl, welcome to the sports scene.
3: Steve, question about Alabama. Uh, Steve, I could see them possibly losing to Arkansas or Mississippi State or maybe both.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, Arkansas is not good defensively, and I don't think Mississippi State's great defensively either, but they can score. You know, so again, that puts a lot of pressure. Alabama's defense, who I thought did a nice job against Texas. So yeah, you're right. Is it possible? Yes. And I mentioned this yesterday with Arkansas. Look at the job that he's done there in resurrecting that program. Wasn't that long ago they didn't win a game in the SEC. Done pretty well.
3: Yeah. Hey, uh, Steve, I know you was talking about Nebraska a while ago. Um, How about this for a coach? How about Coastal Carolina's coach Jamie
1: Chadwell. Again, where do you? He would fit the bill, in terms of, you know, that being a better job, you know, going to a better league, and all of that. I just say Campbell because he's already in a big league, uh, and so. But yeah, he would. He would be. If he would be somebody in my rolodex, yes. Okay.
3: Steve, I guess uh, Shane got a little new dig in the spring with the XFL team in Orlando.
1: Yes. Um, He told me that yesterday. Uh, We couldn't announce it until today. Um, Good for him. You know, and and, and I think it's great. Uh, You know, Shane loves to coach. And, you know, he he gets to do it in a short season, you know, so to speak. Um, So good for him. And And he's got familiarity there with some people. So that'll be fun.
3: Appreciate as always,
1: my man. Okay, Daryl, thank you. Um, While I'm uh, also speaking of Gators, it's uh, very sad today for me. Uh, I've known Wayne Peace for a million years, and condolences today on the passing of his wife Mary, uh, who was had battled cancer. And uh, our condolences to Wayne and his family. And then a few days ago, uh, John David Francis passed away. Uh, He was J.D. to me. Uh, Played his high school football up the street here at Bradford. Kicked for Florida. And I can tell you, uh, J.D. and I and our gang played a ton of softball together. He was a good softball player, good baseball player. Um, And uh, just sad at that. You know, he obviously younger than me and uh never easy. So our condolences to both uh, J.D. Francis's family and Dwayne Peace's family uh at their respective losses. Three nine two eight two five five you can email srussell at WRUF dot com. Chuck says good question here. He said yesterday Steve you said the Gators were last in the SEC in offense as far as points scored is concerned Uh, if you had to project further on where would you see Florida I would see Florida in the bottom half of the league that's not a knock I just want to see a bit more explosiveness I just want to see more big play capability, and, and that's my concern. I mean, look, we all know Anthony Richardson can rip off a 50-yard run in the blink of an eye, but can they do it in the passing game? Can they make a big play? Can they score points quickly? Tennessee, Florida's next opponent, leads the SEC in scoring at 46 a game. Florida has scored 22 a game. And believe it or not, the offensive genius, Jimbo Fisher, is next at 22 and a half. Actually, that's what Florida has, too. So, you know, Jimbo Fisher, known for, you know, being an offensive guru so far, ain't happening. And in fact, AM and Florida are the only two schools who are averaging less than 30 points a game, even Missouri, Kentucky. Now, part of that is who you play, uh, g- granted. You know, Florida's played two very good teams. But numbers are what they are. 12-14, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
4: Good afternoon, I'm Griffin Fowler. Tonight in baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays will remain north of the border to face their division rival, Toronto Blue Jays. Rays will start right-hander Drew Rasmussen on the hill, while right-hander Ross Stripling gets the nod for Toronto. The Rays have dropped four of their last five road games, but remain five games clear of the Orioles for the final AO wildcard spot. Be sure to catch all of tonight's action right here, starting at 6.30. After kicking off the season Monday in Minnesota, Gator Women's Golf will finish the Anika Intercollegiate today. After posting a 5-under par 67 yesterday, Florida junior Maisie Filler is in eighth place out of 60 golfers on the individual Leaderboard. In women's volleyball, the Gators improved to seven and two last night following a sweep victory over rival Florida State. Number sixteen Florida will now head north to Wisconsin to face the number four Badgers Friday. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Griffin Ford. ESPN
0: ninety eight FM eight fifty AM WRU.
1: Gator fans want to join a team that's making a difference in people's lives. Arthrex is hiring. Of course, this goes for non-Gator fans too. Arthrex develops innovative technologies that help treat orthopedic injuries and get people back in the game. If you're looking to make a difference, join a global company that's nationally recognized for its extraordinary workplace culture and many exciting amenities and benefits, including free lunch, free on site medical care, and much more, all starting on the first day that you're employed. Think about that. Check out available jobs at careers.arthrex.com that's careers.arthrex.com to find out more
5: recently i picked up my grandson's backpack and was shocked at how heavy it was do you know the average student backpack weighs anywhere between 12 and 20 pounds that's a big bag to lug around now you may not carry a backpack anymore but i bet you know what it's like to feel the weight of the world on your shoulders what burdens are you carrying today are they relational, financial, stress from your job, difficult health situation? The Bible tells us to cast your cares upon the Lord because He cares for you. Now the burdens will not magically go away, but they will seem lighter and easier to handle. You can find peace even in the middle of life struggles. Give Jesus a try. He loves you, and He will help you carry your burdens. What have you got to lose except a backpack full of trouble? This is Bryant Wright. Speaking Right From My Heart.
6: For more on this and other topics, visit rightfromtheheart.org. Radiant Credit Union could cover your car payments for a whole year. Are you listening? A year! We don't want to be responsible for any FOMO or the complex emotions you might go through if you miss out. So, here's your heads up. Right now, you can save big with a Radiant Credit Union auto loan at an amazingly low rate. Plus, no payments for 90 days. And, you could win your car payments for a year. But hurry, this offer ends September 30th. Visit RadiantCU.org slash auto loan and get started. Federally insured by NCUA. No
5: purchase necessary. See website for contest rules. Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, 2021, and 2022. As well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall. We do them all. There's a feeling of pride and excellence that comes with living in gator country. Just ask Chuck Bush at Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. A safe running vehicle needs regular upkeep, so Bush Auto Repair specializes in same-day maintenance. And when she's not running, an ASE tech and computer diagnostic will identify the problem and fix it right the first time. Straight talk and excellent service you'd expect in the swamp. Read their reviews. Keeping cars on the road since 1954.
7: Call Chuck Bush, Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call US Med now to learn more.
0: 800 513 1652. 513 1652. That's eight hundred five one three sixteen fifty two 513 1652.
1: Hey, folks, it's Steve Russell for my friends at Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. They've been in business, family owned and operated for over 40 years. And on all that time, They've done one thing. They've given you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, the cream of the crop and late model, low mileage vehicles. They do their best to get the best selection and the best quality vehicles every single day. Check them out today. Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville.
0: We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF Radio. Radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
1: All right, now, I'm going to uh, imagine I am a doctor. And imagine I'm going to inject into your veins truth serum. I want to know this. It is my sense, and I want you to tell me if I'm right or I'm wrong. After week one, when everything, not everything, most everything, went right. First game of an Napier era, you get a, an opponent in town you never usually get in a Utah, nationally ranked, you win the game, there is euphoria. Last week, Kentucky comes here, and then you saw what happened. I get the feeling that Gator Nation right now is in the jar. Convince me I'm wrong. There's a lot of season left. And look, if Florida goes to Knoxville and gets a win, that's something that I don't think a lot of people expected Florida to do, at least this year. So tell me if I'm wrong. Because after the initial day, Monday, of venting or whatever that is about the loss it's like nobody cares about this game and I get it you're not playing you know a top 25 team anymore but I I, I hope I'm wrong that at this juncture of the season you're not I mean just to heck with it. I hope I'm wrong. 3928255. Email Russell at wruf.com. Lots of afternoon baseball today as well. Somehow my Mets are holding on to first place only because the Braves are losing too. Dalton Guthrie has played some for the Phillies. Good to see that. And he's contributed. He's done a good job since being called up. All right, a couple of emails to my question. David says, you're right. I am in the jar, and I hear what you're saying, and I'm sure come Saturday I'll be in better spirits and in a better mood, but I guess all the air was taken out of my balloon when Florida lost that game, especially to an SEC team and especially to a team in Kentucky that I still don't think is very good. Hopefully, it'll get better Saturday. Well, I think that, David, encapsulates my entire thought. It's football season. i not a damn person calling here or emailing talking about it. Wow. Wow. NFL, too. Right? Here's my question. You know, I'd almost forgotten. I turned on Monday Night Football, and I forgot Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are doing the game. I, w- I had the Manning cast on, and then I just flipped it back, and I went, oh, my gosh, what'd you think? And I- I look, I think they're really good. I think Joe Buck is really good, and I think Monday Night Football needed that, but it was almost an afterthought. And that's sad in a way, isn't it? I mean, you got That's a pretty darn good play-by-play team there. And yet, yeah. And I, I admit, I watched a lot more of the Manning cast than I did, you know, the other one. Ed said, okay, he says, Steve, to answer your question, not in the jar, but certainly down. I don't know why this is different. I guess maybe the expectation got to me after getting that first win. I hear you talk all the time about expectation, the fact that during the summer we thought seven or eight wins would be great, and he puts in parentheses, which would still be, but I guess that game one win elevated my expectation and made the loss to Kentucky tougher to swallow. Okay, proves my point. And the fact that you know, you wait all summer and, and doing this a long time, there are people that only call or email during football season, and the rest of the time they go in a hole, hibernate till the next football season. But again, well, Saturday night, hopefully better. And I know come Tennessee, it'll be better too. That That's going to be a big game. Tennessee plays Akron this week. You would certainly think they would take care of business at home. So if Florida takes care of its business at home. But look, what are we all looking for here? I mean, you, you certainly want to see a bounce back game from Anthony Richardson and a bounce back game, you know, just in terms of effort and you know, doing better on the field. Tom will talk to us next. Hi, Tom.
8: Yes, Steve. Uh, Saturday was a shocker, but it wasn't that much of a shocker. I mean, I've, I've been following all of Napier's press conferences and he's been real steady along the whole way. And after the, uh, the win against Utah, he basically said, guys, we're a young team. So, you know, let's not overplay what we've got here. Uh I've heard from my uh, 18-year-old that Richardson had some friends who uh, got hurt or killed or something tragic in his personal life within the last week or so. I don't know if that's true or not, but that would explain that lackluster performance. And uh, I'll I'll tell you one thing about Napier. He is absolutely 100% behind Richardson. When he was talking about him in the press conference, you know, he was – He's invested in him, and he, he, he sees something in him that Mullen and other people have not seen, whether it's his, his character or his actual abilities. And uh, I, know, Let me stop you something. there. I,
1: I, I would disagree with two things that you said. How do you, how do you know? I mean, if you suffer a loss, a personal loss, it doesn't necessarily equate... To a bad performance on the field, we don't know that.
8: I know we don't know that, and, and I just I'm, yeah.
1: And secondly, you don't think Dan Mullen recognized the talent in Anthony Richardson? That's
8: my question to you. Uh, Dan Mullen might have seen some faults that Richardson has. That you know maybe he was a lot more immature. Maybe he's more mature now. He's not dancing on tables, and he's not. Driving 120 miles an hour. Maybe he's grown up a lot. And it sounds to me through Napier like that's what he's seen. Maybe with the proper. When we had Spurrier as coach, I think Spurrier was a lot more hands-on. I know he was more hands-on with players, and he kept them in check, and he kept you know people watching them, making sure they didn't do stupid things. And uh, I I get the the feeling that Napier is more like that. He's more caring. He's more of a father figure. He's more involved with his players. Uh and I just I don't know. And uh, I'm hoping that Napier is correct. I I've seen all Nap all of Richardson's uh high school uh films and he's just spectacular. But once again he's playing high school teams, yep. he's not playing S E T teams. All so, right.
1: Tom I gotta uh, run to a break. I appreciate your call. Thank you. Twelve twenty nine time check brought to you by Haysterway. We'll talk to the high school football coach, the new one, at St. Francis High School next, ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs
1: out of your car. College football season is here, and there's lots of great plays being made. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Let me tell you about one of my favorite plays when it comes to my automobile. I take it to Dave Mays Automotive. Why? Because I trust the team to treat me and my vehicle with respect, integrity, and honesty. If you're tired of being treated like a number at the chain stores, make a great play and head to Dave Mays Automotive located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road brakes, A.C., oil changes, tires, engine and transmission work, and of course, their famous bug check. Modern to import, diesel trucks, and fleet service, they do it all. Learn more at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave
9: Mays
0: Automotive,
1: we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car.
5: Football season is here. Time to let Electronics World upgrade your home entertainment so you can enjoy all the big games this fall. Hi, this is Tom Collette. Score big with a new Sony 4K Ultra HD TV or a custom-designed, professionally-installed home theater from Electronics World. The winning team at EW can put you right on the 50-yard line in your own home. Come visit us today and see for yourself. Just off Newberry Road, west of I-75 near TJ Maxx, or online at electronicsworld.net.
10: The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. In 1971, Jeffrey Meldon established
11: the Meldon Law Firm. Since that time, Meldon Law Firm has been committed to helping people in need. In addition to recovering millions for clients injured in accidents, Jeffrey has written consumer guides to help folks understand how to protect themselves in the event of an accident. At Meldon Law, we won't back down in representing our clients on their road to recovery after suffering an injury. Learn more at meldenlaw.com. Melden Law, with offices in
0: Ocala, Gainesville, and Lake City. Hello, friend. Al Purnell here, the Sausage Man, for Purnell's Old Folks Country Sausage. People ask me how Old Folks Sausage
9: got its name. Well, Old Folks was my daddy's nickname. He got it when he was a little boy, being around the old folks and listening to their stories and learning things.
0: That's how he learned to make great-tasting sausage the old-time way, and that's still how we make it today. Try Purnell's Old Folk's Country Sausage, because it's good. UF Weather Center. Here is your WRUF weather update.
12: There's a front stalling near our area. Partly cloudy skies for Alaska and Marion counties today. Warm and humid highs in the upper 80s. Scattered to numerous evening storms, especially closer to the I-4 corridor. North and west has a better chance at staying dry. Tonight, partly cloudy skies. Lows in the mid to lower 70s. Elevated rain chances through the end of the work week. Closer to I-4. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski.
5: Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max. Charlie Weiss, former Patriots OC. You should expect a lot of good things coming out of Tampa. Because when you f*** Tommy off, you're f***ing the wrong guy off. He plays
13: with a chip on his shoulder. Every negative thing that anyone could say, he uses it as fodder. I bet on them to win the Super Bowl. That's the feeling I get. Key,
0: Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We are proud to be your home for Gator soccer. Spins
5: and fires! Gators on time!
0: You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
10: This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
1: Alright, welcome back Waiting on Coach Langham here And uh, we hope to get him soon Cornelius Ingram will join us later And uh, the play-by-play voice Of the South Florida Bulls, Jim Lauk Will also talk to us Wally says Don't we learn the most in life From our mistakes? He said what'll happen Oh um, It's 3-3 three, three in, in his number Is that, is that a 3-2? It's 3-3. Three three. Okay, thank you. Okay. Um, sorry, on air, trying to get a phone number through. Uh, he says anyway, uh, he said, um, what if this football team keeps improving to the point that when they play Georgia, they upset them? What will fans say then? Well, of course, Wally, that's, yeah. I mean, that that, that goes without saying. But look, the problem there is um, there aren't you can't learn too much from mistakes you make too many you get fired as a coach and sometimes you don't learn from mistakes that's the that's one of the issues here um, Jonathan says greetings from Kansas at least Florida football hasn't gotten to the point where we go two and ten we give our coach a contract extension like the Jayhawks did earlier he said, the MLB increased the size of the bases from 15 to 18 inches. What difference is it going to make? The, the bases were done w- when, when human beings were much smaller. So I think this helps in terms of risk of injury. And the, it's a shorter distance now between bases. I think MLB wants to encourage uh, more stolen bases. And he says, our kickers seem highly competent. Do you think they're going to be Townsend, Pinheiro, McPherson effective? No way to know. Too, too early yet. I and mean, good, a good punter. Uh, and looks like the place is good, but not a lot of sample size there. And he also thinks Richardson would be smart to stay another year and establish himself as a proven starter and quite possibly a top-five overall draft pick. Well, some mock drafts already have him being a top-five pick. High school football, we always try to talk to our area schools and Uh, See what's going on with them. St. Francis here in Gainesville has a new coach, James Langham, and he now joins us. Coach, good to do this, and thanks for uh, being on the program.
14: Absolutely. My pleasure. Thanks for reaching out.
1: James, let's go back to when you took over. You know, sometimes at small schools, turnout is an issue. How was turnout for you in terms of kids coming out for the team?
14: I will be honest. um, We had a lot of kids stay on. I'm not saying it's obviously small school. So roster-wise, we're looking at about 24, 25 kids. Um, but a lot of times when you get this kind of transition, especially when you're going from a team that you know hasn't won two-and-a-half, almost three U's, you get that drop-off that happens, especially with a new coach. But these kids were actually excited. Um, they've still bought in. They've been there. They really haven't lost anyone. You know, we had a couple kids transfer out, but were replaced by some freshmen that came in this year. So we're really at the same about roster size that they've
1: had the last time. Uh, you, you kind of hit on it a little bit, but uh, in terms of what they did previously, you know, systemically, what, what, you know, was done offensively and defensively, was there a big change with that from you and your staff?
14: I will say that defensively, it's a very similar system. Um, there's been some minute new changes kind of just to help put some guys in the best place to succeed and help fit within our scheme. Um, offensively, uh, there's been a lot of changes. So, the offense that I bring to the table is drastically different than what they ran before. Um, so, it's been a growing process and it's been a, you know, a day by day, step by step, um, trying to get these kids up to speed and, and get them to understand what I'm asking them to do.
1: Can you see progress being made there?
14: Absolutely. Um, I can tell you from the beginning of the season to now, while it may not too so necessarily in the scoreboard, our offense is growing. Um, these kids are. Every day getting better understanding what their individual assignment and what their individual job is, and every single play. Their recognition and understanding of the playbook has increased every day. So I honestly have been very pleased with their progress.
1: For those who don't know, how it's early. How's the season gone so far?
14: Uh, well, <laughs> this is so far, we, uh, we're 0 3. Um, so, like I said, it's, it's a rebuilding process, laying a new foundation down. Um, but with that being said, Within the game, there's always little things you can look at, right?
8: And looking at the small details, we've been able defensively to generate a lot of turnovers.
14: Um, we've really done a good job of holding teams to not any long drives. Uh, we still get it our way at times. There's been a process of, you know, uh, silly penalties we got to get over. Offensively, it's been very hit and miss at times. Um, we've missed the wide open guys, just made the wrong, wrong read in the past game. And in the run-blocking game, this guy is not sustaining blocks as long as it need be. But looking at future, I think it's starting to slowly come together. And I would expect in a week or so to pick up a win.
1: Who do you have uh, next up on the schedule?
14: So this Friday, we play at home against First Academy. Um, they're a team that's very similar to us right now, both in size and stature and just in what how their season has gone so far. So this is a great opportunity for us.
1: You know, you, you know this, Coach. If if kids get used to losing, or you know the 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 team doesn't win, it can be a hard buy-in sometimes. But despite the losses here uh, early on, you said you've learned. Has the buy-in been good? Do you like the effort from the kids?
14: I do. I can honestly say that that was something coming in that worried me. Um, but these kids have really bought into the messaging I've given them and what my staff has put in place. They're great kids. They're anxious to learn. You know, a lot of them up until high school had never played football before, so it's a matter of us giving them the right tools and helping learn these base fundamental skills. But these kids are excited. They're putting in the work day in and day out. And like I said, every single week they're getting better, every day of practice they're getting better, and and we're on the right path.
1: i got to ask you, um, you know, I was a high school coach once uh, years and years ago. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure now, because I'm kind of old school, James, if I'd like the transfer portal, you have to live with it. But are you a fan of it?
14: I will be honest with you. I am not a huge fan of it. You know, I know that it is what it is now, and it's it's that trickle-down effect that we knew would eventually come into the high school ranks. Um, But my own personal opinion, I miss the days of loyalty to a school and, and being proud of fighting to make that program what it is and not just jumping on somewhere else.
1: Yeah, and that's—I mean—that's kind of how it is now. It, it gives and it takes away. Um, for those who don't know, give us your background. How'd you get to St. Francis?
14: Sure. So, last three years, I actually have been coaching over at BK Young. I was the special team coordinator the last three years. Um, I started over there first two years under former head coach Marcus McDaniel, and then last year under Coach Kevin Doling. Um, so, I went through you know two, three, and seven seasons, and, and one of those being the COVID year, which was hard enough as it was, um, and then last year, ended up making uh, massive improvements, finally came into mind, also took over um, some offensive um, tight end H-back duties, as well as some JV defensive coordinator duties, so kind of a jack-of-all-trades
2: role last year,
14: um, and it played, played really well for us, you know, not to,
13: not to brag, but I feel like
14: special teams-wise was
1: huge for us last year, and really a difference maker.
14: Um, and, you know, we ended up getting a home playoff victory out of it, so I can't complain on that end.
1: Okay, well, I wish you luck, and again, St. Francis home this Friday. Let's see if they can get that big first win. Coach, thank you for doing this. We'll get you back as the season progresses. Appreciate your time.
14: Pleasure. Thank you, sir. You
1: got it, Coach. James Langham uh, over at St. Francis High School. Gator, wow. man, what's happening?
15: Well, what's going on, Steve? I had a bad picture last Saturday. but Yeah, I- you did. <laughs>
1: You
2: weren't the only one,
15: though. Yeah. Yeah, before the first two weeks ago, i give you my top ten observations from this team. Number ten, I think Richardson Will struggle on and off this year. And the bottom line is you've got to get some experience. Number nine, two and seven, just getting most of the carries at the backfield. Number eight, I think the defense will run out in the second half is when the offense struggles. Number seven, Pierce Hall is clearly your best receiver. Number six, we're all the tight ends. It's time to work them in. Number five, I think Ventrell Bella needs a little help at linebacker. Maybe some of the freshmen to get it done. Number four, I think Boone, number 12, will be a stud. Number three, number three, I think we need more rollout for Richardson. I don't think we saw too many rollout Saturday. Number two, I like the way the defense is forcing turnovers this year. Number one thing, Steve, we got to get some return, men. I mean, I don't like Xavier Henderson returning punts, and I sure don't like the kick returns. Steve, you have a good day.
1: man, thank you. He unwittingly just segued into my next question. Here it is. The way the rule is now on the kickoff, okay? If you were coaching Florida, would you have them down it and take it to the 25 or run it back? Let me know. 1245, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN. 98.1 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF.
0: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF.
4: Good afternoon, I'm Griffin Fole. Tonight in Canada, the Tampa Bay Rays will look to jump their division rival Toronto Blue Jays in the AL wildcard standings. With less than a month remaining in the regular season, the 79-62 and 62 Rays remain tied with the Seattle Mariners for the final two wildcard spots. Be sure to catch all of tonight's action right here starting at 6.30. After kicking off the season Monday in Minnesota, Florida women's golf will finish the Anika Intercollegiate today. Three of the five competing Gators are currently top 15 on the individual leaderboard with scores of even par or better. In women's volleyball, Gators improved to 7-2 last night following a sweep victory over rival Florida State. Number 16 Florida will now head north to Wisconsin to take on the number 4 Badgers Friday. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Griffin Full.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM
4: WRU. i
1: been telling you for a long time now about my friend and trusted realtor, Scott Caldwell, owner of your home sold guaranteed realty. Well, the real estate market continues to shift and change, and home sellers like you have serious questions about when to sell and, of course, for how much. Or what if you need to buy and also have a home to sell? Well, this is why I trust Scott Caldwell. He's a great guy, the only agent I would trust to sell my home because he's helped hundreds of families just in this year alone in our area. You can trust Scott to help you sell fast and for the most money. No matter what your situation is, Scott has upfront written guarantees and thousands of buyers giving you the added confidence to sell right now. Listen to this. He will sell your home at your agreed-to price and time frame, or he will buy it. He'll buy it. That's simple. For more info, call Scott today, 352-209-0000, 352-209-0000, or visit CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com. Summer's over, but that joint pain is still there. Time to do something about it. Hey, it's Steve Russell. I want you to call QC Kinetic's Now, you've put it off long enough, it's time to get real lasting relief from chronic pain in your knees, back, shoulder, and hips. QC Kinetics can get you moving again with cutting-edge regenerative treatments. No drugs, no downtime, no surgery. Regenerative medicine uses highly concentrated healing properties from your own body that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. And QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting breakthrough natural approach to eliminating joint pain. Lots of people have done this, and they're living life to the fullest, pain-free. Don't assume the old ways of dealing with joint pain are the only ways. Call QC Kinetics today for a free consultation. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the villages, a totally free consultation. 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. 352-400-4550.
6: Radiant Credit Union could cover your car payments for a whole year. Are you listening? A year. We don't want to be responsible for any FOMO or the complex emotions you might go through if you miss out. So here's your heads up. Right now, you can save big with a Radiant Credit Union auto loan at an amazingly low rate. Plus, no payments for 90 days. And you could win your car payments for a year. But hurry, this offer ends September 30th. Visit RadiantCU.org slash auto loan and get started. Federally insured by NCUA. No
5: purchase necessary. See website for contest rules. There's a feeling of pride and excellence that comes with living in gator country. Just ask Chuck Bush at Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. A safe running vehicle needs regular upkeep, so Bush Auto Repair specializes in same-day maintenance. And when she's not running, an ASE tech and computer diagnostic will identify the problem and fix it right the first time. Straight talk and excellent service you'd expect in the swamp. Read their reviews. Keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission.
7: Driving a truck or bus is a very demanding job. It can keep you on the road for long periods and at night, which can affect your sleep quality. Sleep loss or fatigue can cause symptoms similar to impaired driving. Get enough sleep before you drive. Be aware of signs of fatigue, such as frequent yawning, heavy eyes, or blurred vision. Don't keep on trucking when you're tired. Take a break. Don't drive drowsy. For information, visit FLHSMV.gov. Brought to you by the Florida Highway Patrol Office of Commercial Vehicle Enforcement. Football means more than football. It's also a great time to get your trees ready for winter. Daughtry Tree Service, the tree service people, is standing by to help you with all your removal, trimming, pruning, and more projects. Free estimates at Daughtry Tree Service. There is no tree too tall. We do them all.
10: We're all on this planet together. So join Odyssey and find your one thing. Fruits and vegetables are very environmentally friendly foods. Make them even more friendly by eating them in season. Join Odyssey, and together, each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing?
5: Saturday on ESPN Radio. It's the SEC
0: opener for the defending national champion Georgia Bulldogs when they head to Columbia, South Carolina to face the Gamecocks. Touchdown, Georgia! Georgia has not been stopped
1: this afternoon. The Dogs, the Gamecocks, coverage begins Saturday morning at 1130 right here on ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF.
0: The Dan Patrick Show weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 981 FM. 8.50 a.m. WRUF and online at WRUF.com.
1: So my question about Alabama, Williams says he would be concerned. Uh, they lack dudes and wide receiver. It wasn't long ago they had four first-round guys in the roster. Thinks they'll improve, but only coach them up so much. And he says, your email from David illustrates most fans lack of understanding of our roster. This Florida team, from a talent standpoint, has a lot to be desired. To illustrate my point, let's say we beat Kentucky by three instead of losing. In my mind, nothing's changed. Kentucky's not the bar winning national championships is. Is it? Is that the bar? I mean, one could say that's the bar for every school, but is that realistic? We have two or three years at the minimum to get our roster to that point. And the grand scheme, the loss against Kentucky isn't really that important, nor would a win be that important. Why we aren't winning a championship this year either way. Well, I'll tell you why it is important, William. It might be important to recruits. Because if Florida goes 9-3 and three instead of 6-6, six and six, I then tell a recruit, look at this, join now, it's not going to take that long. You know, our, our, we've really accelerated the process here, right? You can show tangible evidence of that by winning, especially by being in SEC school. I get your point, but I, to me, that it's not important, it is important. Box and Jim, hello.
3: Hey, Steve. Uh, I, I agree with the previous caller. is uh, not doing a very good job returning the ball, but refresh my memory. If... On the kickoff, ball, we signal for a fair catch. We're outside uh, the uh, goal line. Does it come out to the 25? Yes. Right. And how about in the end zone if you uh, catch it in the end zone and you down it? 25 also? Yes. Right. And that, well, yes, that's what Florida needs to do because they're not returning the ball very good. Uh, So I I agree that that's what they need to do and maybe find another uh, person to return the ball. And, of course, on the punt, they just have to take it and get all they can. And then I know in both games, I watched both games, and um, we had penalties that negated a return one time. I think we had a pretty good return, and but then moved the ball back deep in our territory because of holding. I, I don't recall if we had a block in the back, back, but there's no excuse for holding whenever we return the ball. And then, of course, really no excuse for blocking in the back if you can't you know, if you don't know the front, from the back of a guy. So penalties and all. But now I'm probably going to beat a dead horse with this question, Steve. But uh, what happened to Richardson from the first game to the second game? Now, I know he was voted uh, the uh, offensive, SEC Offensive Player of the Week, and hopefully they didn't, he didn't get the big head or something other. And uh, then we we were unranked, and then we were ranked. And I told my wife, I said, Oh, that's the worst thing they could do to Florida is rank them that high uh, coming out of this first game because that's going to mess them up now. Yeah, that had nothing to do with it. That
1: had nothing well, to do it. with it.
3: I, I know it, but but fans say that, Steve. You know that.
1: Well, what, l- look. What happened? If I knew what happened, yeah. I'd be coaching them,
7: yeah, right? I and it. I don't know,
1: okay? But I will say this, and I said it Saturday night after the game. I said it yesterday. When Florida beat Utah, almost everything went right. Florida was, I don't want to say lucky, but they were fortunate. Because when Florida made the fourth down stop, on the third down, the guy was going to walk in the end zone. He tripped. On the interception, their their best receiver tripped and fell down. So they had a lot of breaks. Not to say good teams don't make them. But Kentucky schemed Anthony Richardson very, very well. And they had the personnel to do it because their linebackers, I think, are outstanding. And they're good in coverage. Now, will USF do that? Probably not. They don't have the horses. I I would venture to say even Tennessee won't do that because I don't think Tennessee is great defensively. So... You know, we'll see what Anthony Richardson and the offensive staff learns from this game, this past game.
3: Well, both Utah and Kentucky really uh, use their tight ends. We think, can't seem to cover a tight end, or, so what's going on there?
1: Again, if I knew that, Jim,
3: <laughs>
1: I, I'd, I'd be you know making more money than I'm making here. Um, well, I'm Florida's had issues covering tight ends historically, not just this year. Historically. Is that scheme? Is that not getting the right kind of person to cover? Because, again, with Utah, the dilemma is if you cover their tight ends with a linebacker, more than likely that tight end is going to win that battle. So now you put a a safety on him. Well, then what do you do? You run because you don't have as much run support with a linebacker in there. That's what a good tight end can do for you in certain schemes.
3: Okay, I'm looking for a good game this uh, week, uh, Steve. Enjoy the show, Go Gator. Jim, thank you. Hi, DeQuarius.
1: You got a couple of minutes? Go ahead.
15: Hey, Steve. Um, first thing, recruiting um, games games do matter, but they really don't. Texas went five and seven last year, and they had the number five class. Um, and about the special teams, I'd rather them foul catch it and take it on the twenty-five because if you really look at it. Special teams are not that effective in football anymore. They kick it up high and make it hang in the air to give the um the kickoff team time to get down there. So you really don't have room to turn.
1: Yeah, you know, I've gone back and forth on this, and here I guess is where I sit. I'd rather they run it out. Here's why. If if let's say you catch the ball at the 5-yard line, you're probably going to get out if you don't run it back to the 20 or the 18, so is there that much of a difference between that and the 25-yard line? And you still have a chance, maybe a small one, but a chance to hit a crease and, and run it back. That's why I get the 25-yard line, but is it that much of a difference if it's the 18 or the 25? I'm not sure it is.
15: I'd rather take it on 25. I'm I got you. 18. I got you. All right. All
1: right, Aquarius, thank you. And he makes a good point. I mean, you can recruit because, look, the other way you can recruit, if you're 5-7 and seven is, look, you can come in here and play right now, dude. We were 5-7 and seven last year. Come in now, you can play. So, I mean, yes, you can do that. But the other way works, too. Look, we're ahead of schedule, and you can come in now and really be part of championships. Hour 2 coming up, the voice of South Florida, Jim Lauk, will join us. ESPN 981 FM, 850
0: AM, WRUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry
11: listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at exceptional dentistry.
12: Dr. Kim is so, she's spiritually and uh, personally and physically a beautiful person all the way around. That's what I admire most about her and that she's up on the latest techniques and everything that's going on in the field that I feel a lot of confidence in, and I just, I enjoy being around her and talking to her.
0: How about Dr. Ark? Well, I think the biggest thing is that that he stays so far ahead of everyone else, technically. You know, you you don't worry about what he's doing in your mouth because it is the best.
10: This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com.
1: Hey, it's Steve Russell telling you about my friends at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where better ingredients make better meals. You love the great food like the classic burger, their great salads, and a 100% all-natural chicken burger. And now, back in season, the key lime milkshake to add to their already great flavors. And don't forget, Dick Mondell's looking for new team members, looking for competitive pay, flexible hours, and paid vacations for serious service-oriented workers. Come build the freshest burgers in town by contacting Jobs at Dick Mondell's .com
6: In St. Pete Clearwater, every day is a beach day. And with 35 miles of pristine, sugary white sand, it's easy to see why. So let's grab the beach bag, the beach ball, and the boogie board. Let's pack the suits, the sunscreen, and the sunglasses. Take a dip in the emerald green waters of the Gulf, and then take in a breathtaking sunset at the end of the day so let's make a beeline to the beach and let's shine. Plan your next getaway at visit stpclearwater.com.
0: Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98, one FM and 850 AM.
1: WRUF. Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Wednesday. Sam producing the broadcast. He's coaching up Jamie how to do it and we appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to join us in talks and sports here uh, as we get set for a lot of things today there's a lot of afternoon baseball today the Rays continue their series with the Blue Jays very important how about Aaron Judge he's now four homers away from tying Roger Maris for the record in the American League People forget that sometimes. You know, with with McGuire and Sosa and Bonds, Roger Maris, when he hit the 61 and 61, is still the American League record holder. And Judge hits homers in bunches, so, you know, we'll see what'll happen with that. But uh, for those who don't know, Roger lived here in Gainesville, his family still lives here, um, and... You know I, I, I don't I don't know this, but certainly if somebody's going to break that record, um a Yankee doing it would would certainly be it. All right, they played last year. they play this year. Florida and South Florida will take to the field on Saturday night, and the play by play voice of South Florida Jim Laup now joins us. Hi, Jim. How are you? I'm good, thanks. um okay. Right out of the gate, Jim, it's only two games in. Do you think, do your eyes tell you this is a better team that South Florida has this year than a year ago?
13: I think they're going in the right direction in a lot of things. Uh, They've definitely got a ways to go. Uh, They're a little bit of a tough read because they've got a lot of new faces. They hit the transfer portal hard. Got a new quarterback. They have new coordinators on offense and defense, and they opened up the season with a uh, top twenty-five opponent in week one and an FCS in week two. So it's a it's a little bit hard to to see exactly what's out there now. But from watching them throughout spring and fall and uh, in the first two weeks, I, I think they're they're making progress. But uh, it's going to be a tough challenge the next two weeks florida on the road louisville on the road i think the real measuring stick for this team is probably going to be conference play starting in october
1: uh has i've heard the injury bug's been a bit tough are they going to be healthier this week
13: i think they're going to be better uh they're looking for a couple of guys to come back in the secondary one guy that, uh, has hurt them with his absence is Antonio Greer, probably their best linebacker. Been fighting a hamstring, but, uh, word is he should be back. And we'll have to see, uh, they're holding off till the end of the week in terms of, uh, saying whether the secondary players are going to be back or not. They had three starters in the defensive secondary alone out last week against Howard. So it's a lot of injuries especially for this early in the season but most of them seem to be on the mend and don't appear to be long term.
1: Jim a lot was expected of the the Baylor transfer at quarterback from what you've seen. uh, What do you see of his play?
13: Uh, You know I think he's going to be a very good player for this team. It's going to take a little bit of time getting situated. He's got a Brand new cast of characters. He has, uh, had a couple of overthrows in the first couple of weeks, but he's also had a couple of big drops, uh, that, uh, could have made his numbers probably look a little bit better had the plays been properly executed. Uh, the players and coaches love him. He's a tremendous leader. Uh, they really think he's going to be able to, to improve this program and this offense. And he's, you know, he's made some strides in the first two weeks. Again, it's a little bit hard to evaluate when you're comparing BYU and Howard University, the Bulls' first two opponents. But he did look better last week, and uh, I think he's going to be a really good player for them.
1: You know, Coach Scott, South Florida has not been afraid to play good teams, BYU, Florida. Do you think... Uh, that coaching staff and what he's doing is on the right track.
13: Yeah, I do. You know, obviously, you know how college football scheduling is. All of these games were signed on uh, well before Jeff Scott ever came to Tampa. And uh, when you look at uh, some of the games still to come, I mean, they've got Alabama next year. So uh, there's a lot of challenges in the future as well. But, you know, I think it helps in recruiting. It helps you to measure where you are. The the trick is to be able to get your team into a position that uh, maybe you can pull an upset. You know, when you look at the history of this South Florida football program, they've beaten Florida State, they've beaten Notre Dame, they've beaten Miami, they've beaten Clemson, you know, on and on it goes. The challenge, though, for South Florida is that none of those big upsets have come in the last few years. So they've uh, got to get the program back to a position where when they schedule these teams, they've, they've got a fighting chance.
1: Jim, let me leave you with this. Um, a lot of times freshmen are asked to make big contributions for whatever the reason. Uh, could we, will we see some of that? How many new faces do you think are going to make contributions here?
13: Well, you'll see a ton of new faces in comparison to last year's game in Tampa. Not that many of them will be freshmen, though. It's uh, it's a lot of transfers, a lot of guys coming through the portal. Uh, Obviously, Bohannon is a major factor that uh, was not with the team last year. But you'll see some young receivers, too. Uh, Jimmy Horn, uh, who is a freshman but is in his second year, a uh, really great talent uh, in terms of being a speed slot receiver and this south florida team has returned four kickoffs for touchdowns in their last nine games wow and i think it's indicative of the speed they have up and down the line they're not the biggest team i think you'll see saturday that in terms of size the gators are going to have a pretty significant advantage But South Florida does have some guys that will run, and that's kind of where they're hanging their hat right now.
1: Jim, I did think of one more quick thing. Just looking at South Florida, um, slow starts to games, especially it looks like offensively. Do you see the same thing?
13: Yeah, very much so in the first two weeks. Uh, You know, it was – Disappointing in the BYU game because they were very competitive with BYU out in Provo last year. Wound up uh, playing them to an eight point game here in Tampa. You know, you're down 28 to nothing right off the top. And then against Howard, you're only up uh, seven at halftime, which is not how they had envisioned it either. Um, they're trying to get that sorted out. You know, they ran the defense out on the field to start the game against BYU when they won the coin toss. They did the opposite when they won the toss last week against Howard. They put the offense out trying to get a quick start and uh, weren't able to do it in either of the first two weeks. So that's definitely an issue, uh, and it has been for a couple of games really dating into last year. So they're uh, going to do everything they can to get off to a better start on Saturday, I'm sure.
1: Alright, the Bulls will be here in town 7.30 on Saturday night and Jim will be calling the game for the South Florida Bulls. Appreciate your time again this year, Jim. Thank you for doing this. Oh yeah, no problem. Thank you. Jim Lauk, play-by-play voice of the South Florida Bulls. Alright, we'll open the phone lines for you. 392-8255. Email russell at wruf.com uh, In just a couple of minutes, you'll hear from Cornelius Ingram. Uh, to talk about his uh, Hawthorne team. And uh, it's been kind of a... I'm going to ask him. It, it's been a rough year uh, because of the weather. I mean, it's just been a crazy, crazy weather year here. A lot of rain on Friday nights. Jim says, do you have any idea that there are any former UF players who were never picked up from the portal? I have no idea, Jim. If If somebody does... They want to email me and let me know. Uh, You can. Darrell says he down kick returns. Um, And who's really stepped up at wide receiver for Florida? We don't have any home run hitters. Don't think we can afford anybody to go down in the receiver position. Well, the defensive line and wide receiver are being heavily recruited uh, in the class for next year. That is certainly there. And... I think this coaching staff sees what fans see in terms of that situation, too. Uh, Ed. I'm sorry, let's do uh, Colonel Tom first. Feeling better about the Braves' chances, wrapping up a tough West Coast swing today, tied in the loss column, 12 games with Philly and the Nats before the potentially deciding three-game set in Atlanta. Yeah, the Mets are losing to the Cubs, uh, which is not good. Uh, and I said this two weeks ago. I think the Braves will win the division. I, I just, I don't trust the Mets because they can't hit. The Mets are not a good hitting. They I And mean, look, any team can be pitched to. But I think the Mets are especially vulnerable. And Philadelphia is playing better of late, Tom. So that could be you know a little more challenging for the Braves than it was earlier in the year. BB says for the kickoffs, uh, th- things seem to point to taking it to 25. Always a chance for six. I'm on the fence. Uh, Alabama turning. Alabama seems like NFL week one, wait and see. With the Gators, considering the Utah win and the NFL draft predictions for Richardson, I thought I might be wrong, but somehow I still expect expected growing pains and the same six or seven win season. He says, which dark horse schools of playoff potential have impressed you so far? USC, early. Uh, how's Emory Jones done in this new school? Uh, okay, okay. I mean, his numbers don't jump off the page, but he's been—he's uh, protected the football. Um, and he said, "Will Shane's new XFL job affect his broadcast schedule?" No, because the XFL is not a fall league. One thirteen, Chris. I got to uh, get a, an interview with Cornelius Ingram. Give me a call back, and I'll be glad to do it. Oh, go ahead and just do the interview. I mean, you take the call? All right, take the call. Oh, I can't. Now he's off. Okay. Oh, I see what you're saying, Sam. Okay, I got you. Um, all right, <clears throat> let's get uh, another email here. Sorry, Chris. Christopher, if you want to give a quick call back, go ahead. Uh, we're having a technical issue here. Um, so if you're hearing me, I can get you on real quick. There you go. Um, and then we'll get to CI. All right, we'll get this interview here and get it in. I'm sorry. This phone call in and get in. is this is this the same caller, Jamie? Okay. Okay. Go ahead, Chris.
16: Hey, Steve. Um, I don't think I, I've been surprised uh, by much so far, it, except for AR's up and down uh, from week two, a uh, week one to week two. But I, I think it's being underplayed. Um, obviously, we don't know. Uh, they don't release a lot of injury information. But I I was at the game and. He was clearly limping early on, and, and I think like if you notice what happened to the offense, the big difference between week one and week two is he didn't rush for 100 yards, and I realized Kentucky stacked the box and tried to take that away. That's part of it, but there wasn't even the threat of run, and all of Anthony's throws, I think like 80% of them, if you go back and watch the game, were like two- and three-step drops, and he was high on a lot of balls. I think it's being underplayed uh, uh, on how much an injury may have played into AR's performance. Okay, let me ask you a question. If that's
1: the case, then why didn't somebody come out and just say that?
16: Uh, Because I think there's a lot of gamesmanship involved there. You know, they do that. Well, after the fact,
1: what's gamesmanship after the fact?
16: Well, we've got games coming up. Well, but that has nothing to
1: do – I mean, if if Anthony Richardson – you know, the, the the video people have sent me when he got, you know, he was limping in the first quarter, right? He didn't limp in the fourth quarter, not that I saw, and I was at the game. So I don't think it's underplayed at all. I think it's overplayed, if anything, because I think more what Kentucky did to scheme Florida, I think was more important. I mean, I, we'll never know, but you would think somebody after the game would say either Richardson or Napier – yeah, you know, I tweaked my ankle, and I really wasn't 100%, we, and we couldn't really run Anthony. I think everybody would understand that.
16: Well, that brings me to my second point, Steve, which is I really appreciate how Anthony and Billy handled the post game with this. Taking ownership, saying you've got to go back and adjust, saying that your um, your mental state wasn't where it should be. Um, all of the, the ownership that they took, we haven't heard that in a long time at florida we've heard a lot of well we outrushed them on paper and i think we're fine we've heard a lot of that and and so i don't know we won't you're right we won't ever know if if there was injury at play here but what it seems to me is these aren't guys who come in and make excuses and we don't necessarily want to tell the next few teams on our schedule that half of your offense has been taken away with even the threat of run. So you're, you may be right. I, I mean, I, I may be right. We won't ever know, but um, I, I think that that played a little bit into it. The thing that I am a little bit concerned about um, and, and I, if you remember, I called you a couple of weeks ago and I said, the thing that we're going to really find out a lot about Billy is, is he stubborn stubbornness is the thing that's killed the last few Florida coaches and what I'm seeing that really needs to be adjusted uh is the route tree. And, and, again, we may not be able to adjust to that because we may not have receivers uh to run a, a bunch of different routes. But we don't have a very complicated route tree. But even the simpler stuff like slants and hitches aren't there. And some stuff that worked at Louisiana probably is not going to work in the SEC. And, and so I want to see what your thoughts are on – do you think we will see Billy adjust offensively to get some more complicated uh, passing routes in there? Thanks Steve
1: Okay, thank you um, I guess by complicated are you meaning um, more sophisticated routes perhaps um, I got to get to this interview Sam, I don't know what I can do here Um I'll get to Jim. Uh, he said there are uh, four players. He looked it up, that um, did not uh, get picked up in the transfer portal. And once again, that's that's good. That's the risk you take in entering the transfer portal. You can go in it, but you may not get picked up. 119 Time Check brought to you by Hey Chittlery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
4: Good afternoon, I'm Griffin Fole. Tonight in Canada, the Tampa Bay Rays will look to jump their division rival Toronto Blue Jays in the AL wildcard standings. With less than a month remaining in the regular season, the 79-62 Rays remain tied with the Seattle Mariners for the final two wildcard spots. Be sure to catch all of tonight's action right here, starting at 6.30. After kicking off the season Monday in Minnesota, Florida Women's Golf will finish the Anika Intercollegiate today. Three of the five competing Gators are currently top 15 on the individual leaderboard with scores of even par or better. In women's volleyball, the Gators improved to 7-2 last night following a sweep victory over rival Florida State. Number 16 Florida will now head north to Wisconsin to take on the number four Badgers Friday. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Griffin Fultz.
0: ESPN one FM, 850 AM WRUF.
4: I am driving a car from
1: Southeast Car Agency. And I've been driving a car from Southeast Car Agency for a really long time. Why? Trust, longevity, and frankly, Performance. All the vehicles I purchased from Southeast Cards have been great for me. They've lasted me a long time with minimal maintenance. And isn't that what we all want in a vehicle? Southeast Car has salespeople that work with you to make sure you get the vehicle you're looking to get. They never try to hard sell you. You go see them in person. You can test drive the vehicles, walk down the lot. With the list of vehicles there, eyeball them. Whatever you need to do, they let you do it, and they help you if you want to test drive or whatever you want to do. You can go online, secars.com, and you can look at all the vehicles that way as well. Either way you do it, know there's 40 years of doing this from the family that's owned and operated Southeast Cards the Cousins family ever since they opened their doors. That says a lot, too. Go see him in person. Tell him Sports Scene sent you to Southeast Car Agency. Steve Russell here for Arthrex, a global medical device company and leader in new product development and medical education in orthopedics. They pioneered the field of arthroscopy. They're committed to delivering uncompromising quality to the healthcare professionals who use their products and ultimately the millions of patients whose lives they impact. Arthrex is experiencing unprecedented growth. They're hiring now at their facilities in Florida, South Carolina, and California. Find out how you can join the team at careers.arthrex.com. That's careers.arthrex.com.
6: Fall is here, and that means it's time to fall in love with a shelter pet. Come celebrate the new season by adopting your new best friend this Saturday and Sunday at the PetSmart on Archer Road as the Humane Society of North Central Florida, Hales Angels Pet Rescue, and Puppy Hill Farm Animal Rescue bring you some of the cutest, cuddliest pets around. Prepare to fall in love. That's this Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 4 at the PetSmart on Archer Road.
1: Hey friends, it's Steve Russell for Scott Caldwell, your home sold guaranteed realty. Are you considering selling your home? Have you received your upfront written agreement guaranteeing the sale of your home at your price? Well, that's exactly what you get from Scott Caldwell and your home sold guaranteed realty. Scott's upfront written guarantee states, your home will sell at your price and in your time frame or Scott will buy it. Having an upfront written guaranteed sale from Scott allows you to shop for your next home knowing your present home is guaranteed to sell as well as benefiting from the peace of mind, knowing you're going to get your price and your time frame. And included in Scott's written guarantee is the promise. You always get the highest price. You see, if at any time a better offer comes along, you get the higher offer, not Scott's guarantee. Take it from me. Call Scott Caldwell, 352-209-0000, 352-209-0000, or visit caldwellhasthebuyers.com.
5: There's a feeling of pride and excellence that comes with living in gator country. Just ask Chuck Bush at Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. A safe running vehicle needs regular upkeep, so Bush Auto Repair specializes in same-day maintenance. And when she's not running, an ASE tech and computer diagnostic will identify the problem and fix it right the first time. Straight talk and excellent service you'd expect in the swamp. Read their reviews. Keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission
6: spurrier's gridiron grill is a special type of place for gator fans and fans of great food which is why we've made every day special join us on martini tuesdays for half off our handcrafted martinis and wine wednesdays where you can enjoy a bottle of wine for 50 percent off and of course don't forget the incredible spurrier's gridiron grill brunch every saturday and sunday spurrier's gridiron grill the hottest restaurant in florida in the heart of gator nation
0: from athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
16: This is University of Florida President
0: Kent
11: Fox, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio
1: app. High school football season continues this weekend. Hawthorne is going to be in action, and their head coach, Cornelius Ingram, is here. C.I., good to talk to you again. How are you? I'm good. How about yourself? I'm great, C.I. Thank you. I cannot remember a high school season here when there's been so much rain that just affected games, practices. <laughs> Can you remember a year like this?
9: No, not at all. Not at all. And, um, you know, even even for us there's also a time where we have to get off the field because it's too hot so um most of the teams around here i can't even imagine um if if they're even able to get a full week of practice and then go into a game ready to play so um it's it's been kind of bad but we have to roll with the punches yeah
1: has that affected you your team in any way
9: um not really uh I will say this we try to get inside um where we can do more teaching when we're on the gym floor and uh we'll have an intense walk through um uh, but of course there's nothing like simulate simulating being on the field but but we've been able to take a step back when when we're not able to get on the field and go inside the gym and really talk through some things and then walk through them. and hopefully the next day we can get out but um my kids you know, they're, they're always willing to adjust, and um, I think we've been fine so far.
1: If I'm wrong, I think you have Newberry this week. What do you see with the Panthers? <laughs>
9: Actually, we don't. Oh, um, okay. It shows up on max prep. Um, it was a mistake on our half. It was a mistake on our half with uh, with scheduling, and we had OCP and Newberry on the same day. So, nothing <laughs> on Newberry's behalf. Um, it was totally our fault, so we will have to travel to OCP um, on Friday. Now, hopefully we can make that game up with Newberry because um, it's been a pretty good rivalry for the last couple of years, and, and, and they've started the season um, great as well. So hopefully we can make it up, but we'll travel to Orlando to play OCP.
1: Okay, well tell me about them then.
9: Uh, pretty athletic team, really athletic team. Um, probably have like two or three Division One players. Um, on their roster, um, uh, quarterback and wide receiver, very fast and athletic, uh, well coached as well. We played them last year in our kickoff classic. Um, so uh should be a fun night of football. Hopefully it doesn't rain. Um, our first three games we've had bad weather, so hopefully we can get a dry game because uh, I feel really good about our, our explosive offense.
1: Yeah, I was just going to ask you that because I know – going in, you know, the transfer portal helped you. Mm-hmm. Uh you mm-hmm. I I would imagine you were pretty happy with the way your team looked going into the season. Is that true?
9: Um well, you know, when you lose a division 1 quarterback, true. Um it's supposed to it's supposed to hurt you hurt you to be honest. Um Tyler Jefferson tra- transferred over to um Columbia. So my son, who was the backup quarterback, he had to step into the star role, roll and I think he's actually started the season off uh pretty good so far. Um you're talking about a six 15 year old who actually just turned fifteen. Wow. Um, commanding the offense, um uh, being able to throw in runs, having three running backs who can get you a hundred yards any night with Brian James, Zay Donaldson, and Keenan Johnson, um really good receivers who, who try to get the ball out in space, Damon Randall and, uh, Tyrell James, who's coming off of ACL injury, had a big game last week. Um, so our offense, um, we feel like we can do a lot, um, uh, running the ball and throwing the ball. Um, these kids are excited, uh, because we, we've heard a lot. We've been running the ball the last couple of years because we've had bigger offensive linemen, um, big quarterback, big running back. Um, but now we're kind of a little balanced right now. I like where our offense in and then of course, um our defense have been phenomenal the last the last three years. The last three years. So um who's led by Jalen Ruth, Stanley Cooks, um, uh, Tyreek Robinson. We have some really good players um on defense that, that make things happen.
1: You know, see I, I coached my son and while I loved it, you know, there's sometimes there's downside to that. How do you approach coaching <laughs> your son?
9: Well well I've I've had I've had to take you know, a couple of steps back yeah. coaching him um, because he was my 10 u quarterback when he was 10. And that was really the last time he was a starter at quarterback for me. So he's missed a lot of football. He hasn't done any football camps or anything because he's a really good basketball player. right? Uh, um, so there are some things that I, I would coach him hard on and I have to catch myself and realize, like, hey, he hasn't learned that or he, he hasn't done that in a while. But he's a really good athlete, um, and he's a smart kid where he picks up on things quick. Um, the kids love being around him and playing for him. So, um, you know, I try not to beat him up every day, but it is tough being <laughs> him all day in school. Then, you know, of course, uh out on the practice field and then riding home together. So so he gets the coaching part. I try to be dad at home. Um, but but you know, I, I take it easy on him as of late, as of late, because he's so young, and I always just look at his stature. He's a well-built kid. He's tall, um, but he's still a baby. So he, it's a lot that he's processing um, in these early stages. But I can tell you this. He has hit the ground running and for our offense, and um, I like what, where we are right now.
1: That's cool to hear. Let me end with this. You know, you played, you're a local kid. You played mm-hmm. at Florida. I don't know mm-hmm. if there's more pressure, but as you watch Anthony Richardson and what's transpiring with him, CI, what do you see?
9: Mm-hmm. Um, I went through it, yeah. and um, I I can't even imagine. I'm I'm not even on the status that that he has right now. You're talking about one of the most talked about kids in the entire country, whether it's Facebook, whether it's ESPN, um, and and him being a local guy at that. So I can't even imagine the pressure he has around himself. Um, but I will say this, on and off the field, the guy carry, carries himself in, in the right way. Um, he's always signing autographs. He's always positive. Um, I know my son actually looks up to him. Um, he, he's been great for our community. And me being a local guy, I know some of the things that he's doing in the community that a lot of other people might not see or hear. Uh, but but to go out and perform and play at a high level in front of you know the best fan base but also critical fan base um, there is uh, I, I take my hat off to him because there's not a lot of lot of lot of athletes who can perform at the level he's been performing and I know we lost last Saturday um, um, but but you're talking about a kid who doesn't even have that many starts under his belt um, but but we we do. We have high expectations, and um, but I'm I'm realistic when it comes to the quarterback position, of course, or, or just to any young player. You know, he has to live and learn. I think he'll, uh, as we see, he took a full responsibility of of that la- of that last game, mm-hmm. and that just kind of you know shows you what kind of kid he is, the character that he has. Um, he'll bounce back from it. There's no doubt in my mind, and and we'll still still end up with a, with a good season.
1: Okay. CI's team goes to Ocala to play this week. Appreciate your time. Orlando, Orlando. Oh, I'm sorry, Orlando. Orlando. I, I said, yep, yeah, yep. Ola- OCP. O- o- OCP, yep, yep, that's right. Okay. Yep. The schedule's confusing me here. I'm, it was Newberry. Yep, I, yeah. me, I know. It's Orlando now. Okay. Good luck down there. I appreciate it, CI. Thank you. Yep,
9: thanks a lot. Okay.
1: All right, all right. he's right. It is Orlando, CP. Um, and they were supposed to play, and he explained all that, so I won't. One thirty-four Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. The rest of the time, it's us, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
1: Summer's over, but that joint pain is still there. Time to do something about it. Hey, it's Steve Russell. I want you to call QC Kinetics, Now, you've put it off long enough, it's time to get real lasting relief from chronic pain in your knees, back, shoulder, and hips. QC Kinetics can get you moving again with cutting-edge regenerative treatments. No drugs, no downtime, no surgery. Regenerative medicine uses highly concentrated healing properties from your own body that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. And QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting breakthrough natural approach to eliminating joint pain. Lots of people have done this, and they're living life to the fullest, pain-free. Don't assume the old ways of dealing with joint pain are the only ways. Call QC Kinetics today for a free consultation. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the villages, a totally free consultation. 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550.
5: As a Marine... Jamie's team always had his back.
12: Davis, as a
5: civilian, when things got dark, they still did. Jamie was losing hope when he found the Florida Veterans Support Line. Connecting with his fellow veterans helped him get back on track. Now, he gets to pay that support forward as a Veteran Care Coordinator. Call one 844 my vet Confidential, 24-7. Asking for help is hard. Call me, I've been there.
10: The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. Fall is coming up fast. That means football, the World Series, and trees. Fall is a
7: great time to get your trees ready for winter. And Daughtry Tree Service, the tree service people, are standing by to help you with tree removal, trimming, pruning, and more. 30-plus years of experience means even your toughest tree, stump, or debris removal project is no match for the experts at Daughtry Tree Service. Serving Alachua County and surrounding areas. Call today for a free estimate. At Daughtry Tree Service, there is no tree too tall. We do them all.
5: Direct Auto Insurance is for uncompromisers. With savings of up to 25%, you too can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a quote today at directauto.com. Savings based on applied discounts and will vary. Terms apply. How you buy can affect price. National General Group, Winston Salem. Hi, this is Dr. Art Maori
11: of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at exceptional
12: dentistry. I would say that not only because they're absolutely the best, that they do pay attention and listen to each different patient and what their needs are, what their fears are, how they can help them through the the different processes that you need to go through to have healthy teeth and that's what's really important to me. It's the difference between night and day, just having the absolute best and know that that's what I have and um, I'm healthy and I know that that's what I'm going to be for the rest of my life because this is my team for the rest of my life. It's terrific.
10: This is Dr. Kim Mowry and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com
0: the UF Weather Center. Here is your WRUF weather update.
10: There's a front
12: stalling near our area, partly cloudy skies for Alachua and Marion counties today. Warm and humid highs in the upper 80s. Scattered to numerous evening storms, especially closer to the I-4 corridor. North and west has a better chance at staying dry. Tonight, partly cloudy skies, lows in the mid to lower 70s. Elevated rain chances through the end of the work week closer to I-4. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski.
0: And
5: now, the, 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 the Dan Patrick Show. Dan
6: Patrick. <laughs> I don't
5: want to kick a 64-yarder on the road. It, once again, if I have a backup quarterback or a quarterback who's not great, then I'll accept that. I have Russell Wilson. You make the trade because you want this situation. You want fourth and five. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday
0: mornings at 9 right here on WRUF. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF.
1: Welcome back. Plenty of time for your phone calls. 392 8255. You can email Russell at wruf.com. Um, this is from Roger. He says The Utah win provided a glimmer of hope we could get to the seven plus win mark. Got a lot of games that are 50 50. Uh, this is how he sees the season Utah uh, was supposed to be a loss, Kentucky was 50 50. South Florida's a win. He says Tennessee is 50-50 with leaning loss. Eastern Washington win. Mizzou 50-50. I would, no way. That, I think the odds are much greater Florida wins that game. Now, could they turn things around? But they're struggling offensively right now. LSU 50-50, leaning loss. Again, I want to see LSU get better. I think at home, Florida can win that game. Uh, Georgia lost, okay. AM lost. If a can't score, I don't care if they're home or away. They couldn't score against Appy State. So that's no gimme anymore. Carolina 50-50, they can't stop a train. They are next to last in the entire country in defense right now. And Vandy's a win, and FSU's 50-50. So he sees <clears throat> five wins he's confident about. Um, all right, he says he thinks that's a pragmatic, realistic view, and it probably is. But I remember what happened last year: Missouri and South Carolina. I think are easily turned around. Let's get to William. You read the records of those two A and M coaches with Fisher and Sumlin, yeah, I I did that yesterday, how much longer will the fan base put up with Fisher? Not much longer. If they don't... Look, it's just like last year. And let me use Alabama as the focal point here. Florida plays Alabama last year really tough here. Arguably, could have won the game. You cannot tell me The most ardent Mullen hater wouldn't tell me that after that game, you thought, hmm, this might be a pretty good year based on that game. It didn't end up that way. So, same thing, right? If you're – how do you know when it comes to Jimbo Fisher, they beat Alabama and – that gave the fan base hope. But what's happened since then? What's happened since then? They're a pretty ordinary team, and especially ordinary when it comes to what Jimbo Fisher's specialty supposed to be, and that's offense. Let me tell you this again AM and Florida are the bottom two teams in the league in scoring. That's just that's just how it is right now. It's only two games, okay. In total offensive yards, Texas A&M is next to last. Only Kentucky. Kentucky only averages three hundred and twelve yards a game offensively, and they're two and zero. So again, total offense, Kentucky, bottom of the league rushing offense. Kentucky averages 60 yards a game on the ground. 60. 60. They're 2 and 0. South Carolina is a bit worse. Numbers can say what you want. And even Kentucky, you look at them against the run, they're uh like 7th in the league. They don't wow you in any place except past defense efficiency. They're number two. Sometimes numbers, statistics are for losers. Sometimes they tell a big story. Sometimes they don't tell any of the story. 144. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Final segment coming up. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF.
0: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF.
12: Good afternoon, this is Bryce Mitchell. The final 18 holes of the Onica Intercollegiate teed off this morning for the Florida women's golf team. The Gators are currently seventh behind Duke. The Tampa Bay Rays hope to triumph over the Toronto Blue Jays tonight. Last night, Colin Posh allowed four runs and two hits in one-third of an inning, leading to the 7-2 loss. Ross Stripling starts for Toronto, and Drew Rasmutin starts for the Rays. Make sure to tune in tonight at 6.30 to catch the game. In local sports, the Gainesville Hurricane Volleyball team beat Forest High School in three straight sets. Now 10-1, they play Vanguard tomorrow night at 7. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. This is Bryce
1: Mitchell
0: on 98.1 fm 850 am
1: wruf road Heaver boys ranch in polatka it does a heck of a lot of good for at-risk young boys from troubled homes how do they do it well with your help and right now they need your help the facility's in polatka and it houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes it's sustained by donations of vehicles your cars, your trucks, your RVs, your boats, whatever vehicle you might have. These donations are tax-deductible. They go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills. They repair the vehicles themselves that you donate, and then they resell them. So it is the classic win-win situation. They've been helping these types of boys for over 70 years, and folks, they could use your help now with any kind of vehicle you can donate. Your generosity will do a whole lot of good. Google Boy's Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. College football season is here, and there's lots of great plays being made. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Let me tell you about one of my favorite plays when it comes to my automobile. I take it to Dave Mays Automotive. Why? Because I trust the team to treat me and my vehicle with respect, integrity, and honesty. If you're tired of being treated like a number at the chain stores, make a great play and head to Dave Mays Automotive, located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Brakes, AC, oil changes, tires, engine and transmission work, and of course, their famous bug check. Modern to import, diesel trucks, and fleet service, they do it all. Learn more at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive,
9: we
0: get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your
7: car. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more.
0: 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652 that's 800-513-1652.
1: Hey, it's Steve Russell telling you about my friends at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where better ingredients make better meals. You love the great food like the classic burger, their great salads, and a 100% all-natural chicken burger. And now, back in season, the key lime milkshake to add to their already great flavors. And don't forget, Dick Mondell's looking for new team members, looking for competitive pay, flexible hours, and paid vacations for serious service-oriented workers. Come build the freshest burgers in town by contacting Jobs at Dick Mondell's dot com. As you may have
11: heard, Meldon Law is the official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. And while it's great to be a Florida Gator, the most fulfilling aspect of partnering with the Gators is the ability to give back to our community. Please visit MeldonLaw.com to discover our community programs. These include the Meldon Law Scholar Athlete of the Year Award, Law Talk Live radio show, and the Veterans Making a Difference program. At Meldon Law, we won't back down. Meldon Law Injury Lawyers, Offices Gainesville, Lake City, and Ocala.
0: The future is now. Intercepted! Amari just intercepted it! This week, the Gators battled the USF Bulls inside the swamp. 10 to the 5, child. Is set for 730 Eastern 630 Central with pregame coverage beginning at 430 Eastern 330 Central, right here on your home for Florida Gators Football. We are ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Coming up at 4, it's the Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Sports scene with Steve Russell on ESPN, 98.1 FM, at 850
1: AM, WRUF. You know, I mentioned about Shane Matthews going to coach in the XFL. Well, guess what? There's other teams in the XFL... With a Gator flavor. The head coach of XFL Arlington, Bobby Stoops. Bobby Stoops. Yep, he's coaching there. The tight end special teams coach is one Scott Spurrier. Yeah, okay. So there's a connection there. XFL Orlando, Terrell Buckley is the head coach. And then we mentioned Shane, who's going to be the quarterbacks coach. The assistant head coach is Lamar Thomas, beholds high school grad, and of course, Miami Hurricane from yesteryear. And then there's some other names that you may know, also coaching in the league. The head coach of the XFL Las Vegas team is Hall of Famer, Rod Woodson. XFL San Antonio's head coach is Heinz Ward. Uh, and then remember Joey Porter played in the NFL? He's the linebacker's coach there. In Seattle, Jim Hazlitt, longtime NFL coach, is the head coach. June Jones, offensive coordinator there. Ron Zook, yeah, he is the defensive coordinator for the XFL Seattle team. In St. Louis, Anthony Becht, longtime NFL tight end, is the head coach. Bruce Gradkowski, remember him? Played quarterback in the league. He's the offensive coordinator. The wide receivers coach, Ricky Prohl, played in the league. And the defensive coordinator, Donnie Abraham, of uh, FSU fame. So there's a definite uh, NFL, uh, Gator, whatever you want to call it, a connection with those uh, coaching rosters announced in the X. FL. There's also afternoon baseball today. Angels in Cleveland, 2 1 Angels in the third, Houston, Detroit, Zippo in the third. The Braves play today. They'll play at San Francisco. That'll be a 345 start. Um, also, just for whatever this is worth. The Guardian Caps. That the NFL was experimenting with. Um, concussions. Dropped by more than. 50 percent. This summer. Compared to a previous three year average. For the first time. The league required offensive linemen. Defensive linemen. Tight ends and linebackers. To our guardian caps during practice. Between the start of training camp. And I think it was the second preseason game. When. Uh, apparently, for whatever the reason, I guess because a training camp, concussion rates went up. Well, there were 11 concussions among those position groups in that time. Six caused by contact to the face mask, which is not protected by a guardian cap. So anything, anything that is going to help with that, as far as I'm concerned, is good. And that's really cool. All right, we've got time for a couple of calls. Tomorrow, the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, will be here live in studio. Also tomorrow, the head coach at South Florida Football, Jeff Scott, will be here. We're also lining up a couple of other players, uh, I'm sorry, a couple of other coaches uh, as well. Jerome emails he said, Steve, I thought you said, I, I thought I heard you and Shane say, and maybe Coach Burry or two, that Georgia was the best team in the country. He said, What is your thought process behind that? What's my thought process? Look what they've done. I mean, you got to give, it's only a couple of games in, right? But my gosh, look at the talent Georgia lost. And they might be better offensively. Than what they were a year ago. I think Stetson Bennett certainly looks better. Now, they play South Carolina this week, and Carolina is abysmal defensively. And this is, they're favored by 24 and a half points. In an SEC game, they are favored by 24 and a half points. That's ridiculous. So, that's the biggest spread since 1978 when these two teams play that's I mean you know you, you talk about the balance of the league and all that all that yeah and then the other interesting game Penn State and Auburn the betting line is just three points we'll see all right we'll get Andrew he will be our final caller today Andrew hello
17: yeah uh, Steve um Switching over to, uh, baseball here, you, you sparked me with that Braves, uh, announcement today, the day game. But I wanted to ask you if you had an opinion or could you render an opinion on their, uh, out, Braves outfielder Ronald Acuna. since he's come back from his knee surgery. Um, he doesn't appear to me to be the same hitter. And uh, when he's not DH and and he's out in the outfield, he I guess he seems to do okay. But where the big difference I see is, he just doesn't seem to be as aggressive a hitter as he as he was. Should uh, a fan expect him after that kind of injury to return to his former self, or could you? I'll I'll hang up and listen because we're getting towards the end. Okay,
1: Andrew, thank you. I don't watch Ronald Acuna play every day. But I can tell you sometimes if a player gets hurt, you're not always 100% when you return. Now, I just happened to look here uh, at Acuna in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games. He's had two hits or more in four of them. That's not bad. So, a matter of fact, I'll quickly add this, 20, 28, 32, 37 at-bats and 10 hits. That's close to 300, right? Now, the home run stroke has not been there, if that's what you're referring to. He's not hit with as much power. But I don't, again, without following the Braves every day, I don't know if he's totally healthy, Um, but he'd be the only one to tell you that. Let's get um, Joe, our final uh, emailer here. Interesting email. He says, I think at the end of the year, we're going to see three different teams in the college football playoff. The only one I think is going to make it now is Georgia. Does that mean Alabama's not? If I had a nickel for every a nickel for every time I'm going to say this, right? I understand. The last thing we all see is what we react to. Is Florida going to end up, you know, 1-11? in 11? Is Alabama not going to have its wide receivers get open when they play? Anybody else? So, hmm. So now, we'll see. I mean, a lot of people want that. They want to see change in that. And when it expands... That'll be the most fun. Our thanks today to Cornelius Ingram, James Langham, two of the area high school football coaches, and the play-by-play voice of the South Florida Bulls, Jim Lau. Tomorrow, again, Florida's play-by-play voice, Sean Kelly.
2: Yeah,
1: a little bit down. Thank you, Jamie. Um, and much more. Thanks to Sam and Jamie for producing. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. I'm Steve Russell, ESPN, 981 FM, fifty AM, WRUF.